Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Exploring the Modules with BMSA, where we interview students and now faculty members to provide you with all the info you need for your intent to register choices. My name is David, and today we're joined by Kathy Boone, who is the Basic Medical Sciences Undergraduate Education, or BMSUE, coordinator. Thank you for joining us today, Kathy. Thanks very much for having me, David. All right, so we pulled the listeners through an Instagram story to find out what uh, their burning questions were. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at BMSA Western to get all the updates. But for the first question, uh, a lot of students were wondering, what is the actual ITR process? Um, it's basically an online process that's run through Student Center. So typically students go to Student Center, uh, click on the ITR uh, thing, student center and indicate the faculty they want to register in the degree uh, and then the modules one thing that's different from um, the past couple of years is that the office of the registrar will push in ITRs for students if they don't submit their own so on our website for ITR for each of the sub pages for submitting ITR for MedSite 2 year 3 BMSE year 4 BMSE I've indicated there what the consequences are if you don't submit your own ITR uh, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. So um, it's just a process of letting Western know that you're coming back and what you want to register for in terms of programmer modules for this upcoming year. It's a simple process. I think the tough thing sometimes is for those students going into year three and year four is just deciding on what's your first choice and what's your second choice. Yeah, that's okay. That's a perfect segue too, because the next question we had was actually, how do you think uh, a student should decide which module is best for them personally? And that's a tough thing to do when you ask about what's best for them, because something is best for you if it is the preferred path to where you want to go. And I think a lot of those places that students want to go, med school, dental school, pharmacy, graduate studies, etc., a lot of those places probably don't care or don't give preference for one path or another. So whether you study physiology, whether you study biochemistry, it probably doesn't matter. Um, I think the situations in which it does matter are probably uh, fewer. So if you're aiming for grad studies, for example, master's in physiology, then probably the best path is to do an honors specialization in physiology, physiology and pharmacology, but don't rule out honors specialization in IMS, for example, if you're taking advanced courses in physiology. I think that somebody should find out where it is that they want to go and look to see if there is a preferred path for that route. Uh, and if not, um, choose the thing that interests you most because I think that the bottom line is the thing that interests you the most is going to be the best path for each students um, and I think trying to find out uh, what's interested I think that's going to segue nicely into probably what uh, you've got another question coming up about that yeah yes indeed so uh, in terms of interest I think for me as a student especially when I was in second year I personally had the idea that I want to go to some sort of graduate school but uh, the, the, uh, the requirements were really loose, so I had to decide what I was interested in. And at the time, it was also very difficult to decide what I was interested in, just because in year two of MedSci, you don't really learn too, uh, uh, you don't learn content that's really too specific to any one field. So let's say like I'm a student, I can't really make up my mind, and I want to see what more of the different modules are like. So what's your recommendation for a student who wants to get exposed to the different content uh, that's available in the different modules? I would say for if a student's in year one right now, I would say that maybe next year try out a few of the basic med psych courses. Uh, the second year courses, there's a course in micro, course in physiology, uh, pharmacology, 
epibio, uh, medical biophysics, anatomy and cell biology. So we've got a few second year courses, but you can't include all of them um, in second year. It's just not possible to do that. Um, and I would, I would think that probably a good way, that's a way to get exposed to the content perhaps of, of modules, uh, hands-on right into a course. But taking a look, I think, at maybe um, what's required in a module. So what are the courses that are, that are listed as required in a module? And reading those little course descriptions in the academic calendar might give somebody an idea of whether that subject area interests them. Sometimes you, you've got a bunch that you're interested in, but at least going through that exercise, you might cross out a bunch that you're not interested in. So you might then have a smaller group, and maybe there's a way, whether you're going into second year or third year, that you can keep a, a few different modules open. Um, but it is really, really tough. Like there's sometimes when students don't try for example, students go into third year physiology and they may have never done a physiology course. So you're basically jumping in with both feet and crossing your fingers and seeing where the ride takes you. Yeah, I, uh, I can definitely relate to that too. And I, I, I too was at that stage when I was in second year, just looking through course descriptions, I think was something that was really helpful, uh, mostly through process of elimination because for some of the topics I saw them and they're like, oh yeah, this is neat. Like I could pick for myself doing this, but some other ones were a little, less appealing to me at the time. So it really does help to narrow it down by looking through the course descriptions, that's for sure. Um, so the next few questions we have now are really based around um, sort of the logistical side of modules for uh, getting in during third year. And the first question we have is, are there any changes in the admission requirements to modules due to the COVID-19 online learning during this upcoming school year? At, no, there are not any changes. So we're, we're uh, sticking with what it says in the academic calendar, um, the average, the minimum average required to get in from students who are in MedSite 2 for assured admission is still going to remain at 80% on the 2000 level courses listed in the admission requirements. And for students applying from the competitive pool, um, it's a minimum of 75 average uh, required on those 2000 level courses. So we're not, we're not Increasing the average, obviously, we would never do that for admission to BMSC, but we're not decreasing it like we did last year when we had a very quick departure from classes and, and a shift to online. And we had some courses um, that gave passes as opposed to final marks. So this year will be um, as per usual. Um, yeah, I think that's about yeah. that's all we can say there. We have, and uh, we, we don't know um, whether or not the marks this year that students are getting in second year or any higher or any lower than last year. Yeah. So we have no idea whether or not the average for getting into honor specialization modules will be higher or lower. It will never be less than 75. That's our minimum. But if there are more students who ask for a module than there are spots, the average goes up from 75. And, and so you'll see we have a chart as a lot of students know on our website about what the averages have been for the past few years. Um, I, your prediction is as good as mine. The average required to get into each of those modules is either going to stay the same, go up or go down, we, you know, which is the only three possibilities, but we just don't know. And I'll be posting, um, by the time you see here this podcast, the uh, revised mark, the, sorry, the revised numbers, if there are any for this upcoming year, will be posted. So we've checked in with all departments to see how many people they'll accept and the number of people they accept and the marks that students get. That's what drives what that minimum average is for each of the modules. Yeah, for sure. I think something that's really important to understand for second years as well is that um, these acceptance averages aren't exactly set by anyone. They're more so the number of people that uh, have a certain average to satisfy the number of seats that are in each of the modules. So, you know, for example, if 
you know, physiology has like 120 seats or something, and there are 120 students who just have like a very high average, then those are the ones that will be selected. And the average cutoff, so to speak, is just going to be the lowest average that was admitted. Uh, would that be correct? Right. Right. So let's say there are 120 students who apply for honor specializations uh, offered by physiology and pharmacology. They're going to accept 80 students, I think, into year three BMSC. So we just start at the highest average of those students who ask for it and go down until we hit that 80th person and the module's full. And then the average of that person is the cutoff average for that module for that year. Um, so we don't have predetermined averages, we just have predetermined numbers of students that will accept into each of the modules. And I think a key thing to keep in mind for that is if a student doesn't get into an honors specialization module in third year, as long as you're admitted to third year BMSC, you can apply for an honors specialization module again in year four. You just have to make sure that the courses you're taking in third year are the ones that are required for the module that you want to go into in year four. This challenging things sometimes can be getting a spot in all of those courses. So um, I would say look at the strategies that we've got posted on our on our website about ITRP or 3BMSE and I posted a little video there as well about uh, what makes good first choice, what makes good second choice and things to think about when you're submitting your ITR to make sure that when you go to register you've got the best chance possible to get into the courses you want. Yeah, absolutely. And so just to go off of that, um, a student was asking that last year, uh, some of the modules saw a change in the number of seats just due to COVID and the online learning that happened at the end of last year. Uh, will the number of seats in each of the modules be staying the same for this year? Pretty much. Um... I mean, there's, except for the honors specialization and IMS is going up to 200. I mean, we normally we accept 180. We're going up to 200 for that one. Um, but the other honors specialization modules, it's roughly the same. There may be a slight increase, but, but never anything more than a slight increase. And that's just driven by the fact that with those research projects in year four, they're of, of all those other modules, there are only so many faculty members that take on students and research projects in their lab, and that's what limits the enrollment for those honor specialization modules. Awesome. Thank you so much. And one thing I just want to say, too, is that um, I personally, when I was in second year, I attended one of the talks that Kathy was giving about, you know, selecting uh, your first choice and your second choice for ITR and how, you know, really carefully selecting those can open up the best course requirements or the course priority for you as a student to get into the course that you want to. Um, and she's posted a wonderful video on the website that uh, that's available to all of you right now. So be sure to check out the website. Uh, Kathy, thank you so much for being here and sharing your insights with the students. Uh, is there any way that students can get in contact with you if they have any questions? Sure. Uh, students can certainly book Zoom appointments with me. Um, you just go to the webpage for BMSUE drop-in and, and uh, my booking information is there. Um, I would encourage students who are in years two and three uh, if they have questions that are specific to them that they don't think would be, um, I guess, appropriate for a drop-in session to do that sort of thing. I don't think that year one students really need to book an appointment about how to do their ITR because it's really simple for year one students. I'm also, um, so there's that booking of Zoom appointments. I also have uh, set up some Q&A sessions for students going into year two neuro, year two med sci, year three BMSC, and year four BMSC. So I've got uh, four sessions a week over the next four weeks, so students can, can go to those as well. Um, and I think that's that's pretty much it. So Zoom appointments and those Q&A sessions. And students can get in touch with me by email, um, depending on the number of questions and the type of questions that students have by email. Quite often I'll say just book an appointment because just can't go to that level of detail and it takes so long sometimes and things are lost uh, in lost in translation in an email. So a lot of times the conversation's a lot better. 
Yeah, for sure. And make sure to reach out early as well. The earlier, the better to make sure that you get your answers. For sure. Yep. So this yep. was a bonus episode of Exploring the Modules of BMSA. Check back on our website, social media platforms, and our Spotify to find an episode for each of the modules in MedSci. Thank you for listening and good luck with your ITR.